Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Jobeth. Hey, it's Liz. Hey, it's Ariel. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is Air Quote Law Pod, and we still don't have a theme song. We are here recording the episode that nobody, including most of the people in the in the in the recording here, thought we would ever do. This is episode number ten. So, welcome to Double Digits Fools. Um, Hell yeah! If you are still listening after that last episode, then well, maybe we share some values. So, um, let's get down to it, Liz. Um, I hear you got some 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 fame this year this week that you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Can you hear me? I just hit a button on the microphone and I don't know what it does. So yeah. um okay. Yeah. Is it the one on the back of the microphone? Yes. Okay, because it yeah, I don't know. I hit it because I was trying to move the microphone to better position it, and then I was like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, I have um two shout outs to give this week. Um one of them is a shout out to my friends, Larry and Kitty, who um, they, they were at the Christmas party. You you met them um, and they. Um, the, the sex party, they, to be clear. At the sex party. Yes. They told me they listen to the podcast and um, they messaged me yesterday and were like, hey, we gave it a listen. We love it. And, uh, you know, Kitty even said that I have a good voice for podcasting, which I mean, is shocking considering you guys didn't want me to sing, but, <laughs> you know, a good um, speaking it was just, voice for podcasting. Yeah. Apparently, I guess I'll take a compliment. Um, it was very flattering. They think we're all really funny and they enjoyed it and they're going to listen to more. So I know I have friends that are like, oh, we'll give it a listen. And they listen to one episode, but I think they're going to be our dedicated listeners. So I just want to thank them so much. And in return, I want to give them a shout out. Um, the two of them, um, they're a couple and they write a comment together, which is super cute. And you can find it at otopus.com. that for those who. Yes who are not as, as inclined with your wonderful podcasting voice, you know <laughs> the words. O-D-D-O-P-U-S.com. You can also find Kitty on Instagram at Otopus, O-D-D-O-P-U-S. And oh, yeah. I'd like check- Abnormal, Unusual. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. But, um, you know, they're quirky people in the best way. And I just want to thank them for listening. And in return, I want to shout out their stuff. Go, go check it out. Um, Kitty's also doing, um, tattoos now and you can find her work on her Instagram and that's pretty cool as well. Cool stuff. So, so listen, this is, this is the thing. And, and this is not going to be the pyramid scam episode. That one's coming. Yes, there's going to be a pyramid scam episode, but the pyramid scheme that we need to get working here is it starts with you guys. Now that you're listening, now that you're in, you've got to tell a few friends, like three each. Get those three people each listening to the podcast. All right. And then we get each of those three people to get three other people to start listening to the podcast. That's the pyramid scheme that we're starting. Okay. We'll get into the other ones. We're going to have a full pyramid scam episode in the future. Liz has some words and some experiences, but not for today. But uh, thanks for listening to our, uh, to the podcast. Yeah. You have another shout out. I do have another shout out. Um, and that is to Panera. I love Panera. Who doesn't love Panera? Do we all love Panera? uh yeah i am actually yeah so where i am i am i'm pretty close to delaware and we used to have a couple in delaware and they all shut down during the pandemic there was one in the mall that's gone there was one um on main street in newark like on the university of delaware campus it's kind of a city campus so there's you know real stuff in there too uh, also gone. The closest one to me is probably about 45 minutes away now, uh, unless I am in the city office, which sucks. So there's a Panera near my house. And uh, pre-COVID, I went there all the time to work. And I have been, as much as I've been trying to avoid the outside, I've been not doing great at being cooped up in my house it's not good for my mental health so yesterday i decided to go back to good old panera i love panera i have the unlimited coffee subscription which if you go to panera like at all i highly suggest 10 bucks a month unlimited coffee if my panera had a drive-thru i would be there all the time but it doesn't so i go there to work um i have a booth that i like and i take up the whole thing and i don't feel bad because it's like a big corporation so i feel okay just sitting there and taking up space i mean it's never crowded enough where i'm like keeping anyone from sitting anywhere and yesterday so i always get the you pick too and i feel like i cycle through my favorite things napa almond chicken salad sandwich that's my shit and it doesn't have the grapes in it anymore, though. They changed well, the recipe. That's bullshit. Because if you're not putting grapes or at least some sort of fruit in your chicken salad, you're fucking doing it wrong. Yeah, they changed the recipe and I don't love it, but I still love it. And then I got the broccoli cheddar soup yesterday. And for some reason, it was like banging. It was the best time that I've ever had broccoli cheddar soup. And I don't know if I just hadn't had it in a long time, if I was just particularly hungry It was good. So I tweeted at Panera from this podcast account and was like, hey, this soup is extra good today. Sponsor us. And um, they then Jobeth on his magic account tweeted back and said, do they have autumn squash soup? And it's actually funny because I was looking to get the autumn squash soup, but I guess that's a seasonal that's not there. And Panera responded 
and said that you can find it in uh, like grocery stores year round. So now we have connections with Beyond Meat or at least Ariel's dog does and Panera and this is just great stuff and none I of whom are sponsoring us yet we're not we're not all big rich fat cats from this but it's still cool um i'll tell you that that broccoli squash soup is the year-round go-to unless of course we're in autumn squash season um i mean broccoli yeah. cheddar is the year-round go-to i mean uh, if i keep eating broccoli cheddar soup every day i could i could be a big fat cat um <laughs> but I love it. So, ooh, especially if you get it in a bread bowl, then sometimes you get it in a bread bowl and you get bread as the side and it's so much bread, but also I love bread. The king of carbs. I love bread too. So Panera, please sponsor us. My goal is still to have a real sponsor by the end of the year. And I have my site set on Panera right now, although I've never heard them sponsor a podcast. So if we get a sponsor, it's most likely going to be like for a mattress or for a meal delivery service, which, hey, I'll take those too. But come on, Panera. I love you so much. I'll have to, I'll look at see. Um, so I have access to database software where I can't, we use it for the, uh, the sports business where we can take and drill down for you know what kind of companies that are sponsoring what sort of things in what geographic areas i'll have to see if if sponsor if 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 um panera is doing any sponsorships of any kind and see what they're doing how they're doing this software also gives me um contact points for companies that do the sponsoring so i mean like we use it where Hey, I've got a player that is interested in, you know, headphones or is interested in, um, you know, grilling or whatever to find companies that do that kind of stuff in that space. And then the contact information for who to, you know, reach out and, and get them deals. Um, but I should be able to leverage that for us when we have a little bit of a uh, little bit more of a of a following i mean we do this is an international podcast we've mentioned that before we have officially begun uh recruiting the pyramid scheme which is great we're going to put that on track a little update since we're we're talking about it the international podcast um the 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 dots are getting redder in belgium and in ireland so those people are listening multiple times or they are telling friends which we should all be telling friends or the pets are listening. Yeah, or the pets, leave it on. That's great. I've got Casablanca, which is in Morocco. I may have seen that when I mentioned it before. A new pin on the map here is uh, Moscow, Russia. That's wild. Um, you know, multi-continental international podcast. Obviously, the, the Maryland, Delo uh, Maryland, Virginia, D.C., Delaware areas got blips all over the place. We got some folks in Virginia listening, Cincinnati, just outside of Cincinnati. Um, our friends over there west of, of Wichita that are bouncing off of some sort of cell tower that's in, um, in some reservoir. You might not know you're bouncing off of that internet tower, but it's there. I are guess. they still, is that dot getting redder? That dot's getting redder too. So oh, listen, hey. like, like give us a shout out. And here's the thing. We, we, we call the segment later in the show where we read emails, questions from the jury, but you really, it, anything goes. 
if you want, we got, and also before I get off on that question from the jury tangent, we got um, Dallas, Texas, as well as somewhere just north of San Antonio. So that's cool. Um, we got some listeners there. So shout out to all of you, whoever you are. Um, drop us a DM or uh, send us an email. And again, you could just be saying hi. We'll, we'll shout out who you are if you want us to on the air. Uh, absolutely. We know you're listening. We love that stuff. Um, but you can ask us questions if you want to, but it's really wide open. If you want to rant about something, if there's a topic that we cover here on the show that really grinds your gears, whether you're whether you agree with us or disagree with us or have a completely different opinion, just, just lay it on us. Again, any of the social media stuff or airquotelawpod at gmail.com is, is the best way to reach us. If something fucking weird happened to you that you think that we would be interested in talking about on the show, just just lay it on us. We're, we're happy to look at it. Any other ideas of, of segments you'd like to have us do on the show, uh, we're game to it. We may not do them right away, but we may talk about the idea and see what other listener feedback we get. Like, you know, all, all everything's fair game. Bring it on. We'd love it. Yeah. Um, and can, did you let people know where they can submit these questions? So, yeah, air, air, you're, you're clearly distracted with your whole puncher there. Um, but airquotelawpod at gmail.com or air quote law pod on any of the socials so facebook instagram no not fit yeah facebook instagram yeah twitter. we have a facebook yeah all of those are cool i'm more active on on twitter just because it's the easiest one for me to just hop on and do my thing yeah for the most part we're just updating with the uh episode covers on the instagram but you can certainly message us through there if that's your jam um Email is good. Again, if it's a longer one, because you're not limited, you know, to however many characters in the email. Oh, it looks like I'm way behind on updating the Instagram with with episode covers. So I'm going to get on that later. But that Yeah, I need to upload it, a picture of me in uh, my Carhartt hat that I wore that arrived, I think, the day we recorded the episode or something. And I wore it later that day. Yeah. And um, I'm good about it. I, I, before this airs. Uh, we will certainly have the uh, all the episode pictures updated on the Instagram because I'll do that as soon as we're done recording. Sounds good. Um, you want to talk about something law related? Yeah. Um, did we want to talk about what we're all into this week or law related first? Well, let's you, do law you... related. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So um, I was uh, looking up law news specifically for the purpose of this podcast and admittedly when we decided to record it was kind of you know not super last minute but it was kind of last minute like hey because we got to do this when our schedules all match up and with three people it's a little difficult so I was looking up law news and um if I am incorrect please let me know I read a couple of articles and this is what I found so this is what's going on in San Jose uh California so Tuesday night the city council, now granted, I don't know how the government works out, out there, but city council um, voted to require gun owners to carry liability insurance and to pay an annual fee. Um, the annual fee is 25 bucks and it goes to a nonprofit that reduces um, gun violence. And they also are required to get insurance on the guns. 
Um, and this is, and there are a couple exceptions, like I think law enforcement and people with certain permits, but um, I'm not really going to delve into those. Um, but it's believed to be the first measure of its kind in the U.S. And the insurance um, will kind of work, and I'll let Jobeth talk about insurance because he's our insurance guy. But uh, if you have gun safes and trigger locks and have done gun safety classes, they're expected to incentivize, you know, that behavior. So your insurance will be lower and um, gun owners who don't, uh, the part that confuses me is it said gun owners who don't have insurance won't lose their guns or face any criminal charges, according to the mayor. Now, I don't believe this law is in effect yet because I think it still has to pass. I don't know about how the government works out there, but it still has to pass the next step. Um, from my understanding but that part confuses me a little is that it doesn't seem like there's any penalty if they don't submit to these requirements so uh, i i don't really understand how they're enforced unless these articles were just lacking something yeah there's got to be something missing there yeah but i i didn't find it in my uh preliminary read through um and because i mean it doesn't say it just says they won't lose their guns or face any criminal charges. So it doesn't mean there might not be other um, liabilities or situations, but that is the knowledge that I have based on that. So I'll turn it over to you all and uh, tell me your thoughts. I like it. I'm, I'm always a fan of, I mean, anything, here's the thing again, you, like you alluded to, I, I'm in, I'm in line with insuring the shit out of everything. Um, I've got, you know, I, I try to coach and, and teach my clients, injury clients about their insurance, encourage them to get better insurance. I have a ton of insurance myself, you know, your house is insured, your, your vehicle should be insured, all that kind of stuff. Anything that creates any sort of risk, you, you absolutely should be insuring you should want to insure it because you know what you don't want i mean here's a scenario which i think flies okay you have a gun in and i'm all about gun ownership i have no problem with that as long as it's responsible gun ownership um do you having own guns are we allowed and, to ask what's that do you own guns am i allowed to ask that yeah why not you're allowed okay. to ask whatever you want yeah um I don't currently have any guns, but I'm not opposed to them. Um, I mean, not real guns that are, that are regulated. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that there will be what it sounds like discounts on the premiums for going through proper training and having, you know, locks and, and things like that, just being safe and responsible. But if you lose a gun, if you, you know, in, in any sort of way, whether somebody breaks into your house or you leave it somewhere or, or, or otherwise, and somebody goes and, and uses it and causes damage, you, with it being registered, you too may very well be liable to a lawsuit. So to insulate yourself against any financial exposure through an insurance company, it's basically what insurance is. You know, I, I participate in some risky behavior how risky that is 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 you know forget that that's how largely how the uh, insurance premiums are derived um i mean driving a car is a risky behavior um owning a, a house that that 
exists in this world has some degree of risk that storms are going to come through or some sort of damage is going to be done to it or a fire. All of those things are risks. And basically what you are doing is selling that risk and, you know, you're, you're paying an amount of money, your premium to transfer that the responsibility of that risk should it come to a head to an insurance company. And they've got, you know, people that are smarter than the combined total of everybody listening to this podcast right now that know how to say, hey, there are going to be this many of this type of event at that location, and it's going to be this bad over this period of time. And this is what we're likely to pay out. And then they reverse the, the math on that to figure out what premiums on a certain thing should be. You know, these, these actuaries can tell you, give me an intersection. And they can tell you how many accidents and how many paid claims will happen in that intersection over a given period of time and be very damn close. Um, they, they are the closest things to, to fortune tellers that exist. Is that why you're the almost psychic and they are? Uh, well, they're not psychic, closer. but you know, it's, it's, it's all math. Are they it's as all... psychic as you? Who's more psychic? You were the actual. I, I would say that it's probably pretty close um, <laughs> because all of what I do on stage is using, um, you know, information that I'm gathering, reading people's body language, things of that nature. They're reading history. They're reading statistics. They're taking into account changes in technology, changes in roadways, changes in, you know, speed limits and, and other safety laws. Um, they're going to do the same thing to determine insurance rates. And you can insure anything. You can insure absolutely anything that you want. Um, Don't celebrities insure like body parts? Yeah. yeah. And again, there's somebody that is doing the math on what's the likelihood of something bad happening in this type of situation, whatever it is, and saying, this is what you will pay. Um, you know, the more, one of the factors of that is what an insurance company is likely to pay out. So if you are insuring something that's more expensive, it may be more expensive to insure because they're looking at that thing getting completely destroyed and needing to replace it. If that thing is valued at $10,000 or $100,000, the premium is going to be substantially different because the potential of what they're going to pay out, not just if they're going to pay out, is drastically different. So is this like if an athlete, you know, their career is likely ruined if they get injured and can't, you know, walk anymore or anything like that? Is that like the kind of thing that they can ensure that we don't? really think of? Oh, absolutely. Like I, you know, through, through the uh, NFL business and, and there are, I, I've, I've linked up with a couple of contract advisors uh, or not contract advisors, certified um, financial planners who part of what they, many of them do, at least the good ones is start talking to players about disability insurance from day one. It's usually relatively inexpensive especially with the NFL, there's an inevitability of an injury at some point in time. So being able to, to ensure, you know, paying thousands of dollars to potentially be paid out hundreds of thousands of dollars if you have a career-ending injury, um, you know, it's a big deal. And it's a, it's a great way to transfer that risk. It's a guarantee 
that if certain things happen that prevent you from playing, that you're going to be able to still derive an income pretty close to what that is. And, and those, you know, disability insurance, a lot of people listening might have options to purchase long-term or short-term disability from their employers. Oh, I have that. It's a, Yeah, it's a similar type of concept. You want to have that if you're going to have a kid. For sure, because like, you're going to be out of out of work for some period of time. And yeah, I mean, at least if you have a kid that's expelled from your body. Yeah. Um, And it's interesting because they make you get it, at least when I looked into it, they make you get it. a You're not covered unless it's a year before said spawn emerges. So you can't like get knocked up and then be like, oh, let me get it. They want you to um, get it beforehand so you know that's just an interesting interesting thing um do y'all have insurance on your pets no you need to insure pets when they're like people when they're young and insurable so um i adopt senior animals so mine are not insurable by the time i get them i my dogs so Go ahead. I was going to say, we have a program through our vet that isn't insurance per se, but basically we pay them monthly. And when things happen, whether it be routine checkups or something, you know, acute happens, we don't pay anything else. But we're limited to going to that one place. So it's not kind of a, a blanket insurance. Oh, that's nice, though, because mine doesn't cover like little things, but I do, I adopted my dogs. We were told that they were three and I mean, we don't really know the rescue. didn't have much information. You got to cut their leg off and count the the rings. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know that insurance would cover that, but, um, in, we have pet insurance on them. So, and I think it's a, it's not too much per year, but it covers, so like it doesn't cover routine stuff like you know if you're getting them their flea medicine or whatever but if they get injured it does cover it and I mean knock on wood we only had to use it once my dog was bit by a cat and he got bit in the ear and he needed to go and I I don't know that he got stitches but I think he might have gotten like that that surgical glue and they had to put him under for that because he's a skittish uh, fellow. So, um, and then it was very funny because we had to wash his ear out with saline spray and to get him to calm down, we would give him like easy cheese because he loved that. And we would give him the cheese and yeah. Right. And so we'd give him the cheese. We'd like squirt a little, we just squirt it on the ground. Um, He licks it up. And then we would do the spray, which then subsequently two things happened. One, the dog became afraid of the cheese because he knew cheese meant spray. And I guess it hurts when you have a cut. But our other dog, who was fine, got jealous because Chandler was the injured dog. And Monica thought Chandler was getting something good. And they're very jealous of each other. So then she had to get the saline spray too, which didn't phase her at all. She just didn't want to be missing out. So it was a, a strange experience. And Chandler was in the cone of shame. And I think I mentioned this before where he's so long, he was able to reach around the cone and I had to go back and get him an extra long cone because he's, he's not a small dog dog at all, but he is an exceptionally long dog. 
So it was just a weird experience, but I think the pet insurance covered about 60% of what we had to pay. So it is worth it. I mean, you should, you honestly, you should insure everything you possibly can. Um, I mean, anything. We're insuring our engagement rings. We just got them appraised, which is kind of cool. If you didn't know, the price of diamonds increased 35% in the past four weeks. What? So if you got diamonds, you should get them appraised and insure them. Because if they get stolen later, you're like at this, you're listed at this high appraisal rate. So you get your ring appraised, get it reinsured. Mine, I don't know if mine is insured. I don't think it is, but currently it's sitting in a jewelry box from when they had to cut it off from when I had hand, foot, and mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, you should probably, uh, now is the time to get it appraised. Yeah. Mine's a black diamond. So I don't know if that's like worth anything. Um, I mean, but, it has some sort of value. And here's the I guess, thing I guess it does. They, they cut the ring, correct? Yeah, yeah, I can get the ring probably soldered together. Or or get the diamond reset into another setting. Yeah. Unless you're particularly attached to yours. I mean, I like... I say the, like wedding rings of no sentimental yeah. value. I'm no, like, I, eh, throw it out, reset it. I like the way it looks. It's an it's a nice setting. I mean, I'm a big fan of my... I mean, the wedding band, you know, it's, it's a wedding band. It just kind of went with the ring. I am particularly fond of my engagement ring, mostly because it's a black diamond which just like is weird and uh, I don't know I feel like suits my aesthetic and yeah so but yeah insurance is good um any other hot takes on this gun legislation I mean I'd 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 certainly be interested in taking a look at it I think that it again it, it creates a situation where if you've got you know, it doesn't, it's not going to prevent anything from happening when the wrong people in the wrong mindset get weapons in their hands. That is not, nobody's, nobody's thinking, oh, fuck, my, my, you know, kids went off the rocker and took my guns. My insurance rates are going to go up. It's obviously bigger than that, but at least to have a scenario, a situation where, I mean, many times we have people come to us in the law office saying, this happened to me, not necessarily a shooting, but a thing. Okay. And they would like to go and sue the responsible person. And while there may be an action that we could be successful running through the courts and get a verdict there's there's nobody to pay that and there's not you know it's impractical that person's not going to get any real sense of justice for it or if there are medical bills get those medical bills paid for because most of us are not walking around with any sort of personal liability insurance coverage it's just not a commonplace thing now if you have most companies and a lot of this stuff is included in that. If you have it, you can get a personal liability umbrella coverage, which for up to a million dollars worth of coverage costs you like 130, 140 bucks a year. So, I mean, you're talking about like 10, $15 a month. It's probably not your intent to go beat somebody's ass, but if you did and got sued, 
the insurance company would most likely pay it. I mean, you'd have to check and see what kind of exceptions are in, in the policy because all of these policies have exclusions for this, that, or the other. But it, 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 it most likely in most situations will help protect you in case something happens. And again, I, you know, I'm blanking when on I, specific When I get my cricket but. set up and I start making things, which I, I am really looking forward to doing, I just haven't, like, I need to clear a, a good space for it and get it all nicey-nice. I'm going to make you a mug that just says, like, I heart insurance. I'll, I'll use it. um yeah i foresee with this um uh and i think there was already mumblings of this in the articles um a constitutional challenge because you know second amendment right to bear arms and then they're saying you know this is a right and yet you're essentially but but you're not taking that right away nobody is saying and what what you're telling me that hey you can't have a gun Yeah, I'm not like opining on like the, you know, the decision or how it should come out. That's just my prediction. Yeah. You need insurance to practice law. You need insurance to practice medicine. You need insurance to drive a car. Insurance is not a hindrance to the The average person for anything. Like it sucks, but pay it like a normal human being. The thing is, um, and the unique thing is that I predict is that because in the Constitution, we do have the Second Amendment, like driving a car is not considered a right. And I can say this because when you have a DUI, um, a the judge is certainly to say it. Yeah, a condition of having your your license is that if you refuse to take a breath test, which I mean, I'm not going to get into when you should refuse and when you shouldn't, because that's a topic for uh, probably not even this podcast. It's in a topic for you talking to an attorney, but I mean, you know, maybe one day, but basically if you refuse to take a breath test, you are at some point giving up your license. And when you get your license, that's part of the things that you agree to. And the reason why they can take it away is because um, that that's what they'll say basically is that driving a pri- is a privilege. It's not a right. And you do, you don't have a right to drive, but you do have a right to own a gun according to ye old, we, the people constitution. So, so here's, know, here's where that's, that's a conversation take. for. This is, this is a good segue into the future potentially of this podcast that nitty gritty, dirty law shit, like the when you when you take the breath test and when you don't, when we've got a substantial level of listeners, we're, we're going to we're going to set up some sort of subscription based like extra hours of podcast where we get into the shit that we don't necessarily want floating out there to the general public. It's a lot deeper dive into some of this stuff. Um we're far we're, we're a long way from doing anything like that but that that's where we'll, we you know we'll have the regular podcast and then there'll be the the extended cut if you will and the extended cut might even maybe we'll have guests who can you know talk yeah. about this who really like know their shit anyway um but yeah no ariel i i see what you're saying it's like you know you gotta have this shit for so many things like and it seems like more people want to drive and need to drive than than own a gun. So from, you know, non-legal brain, it, it seems weird, right? Like, yeah. 
So, um, yeah. But anyways, if if you want any of the, those types of topics drilled down on specifically, that that's certainly a private conversation we will have with you. So send us an email. Um, if and if you are emailing us with something like that at airquotelawpod at gmail.com and you want it to be an attorney client type of situation where we do not discuss it on the podcast, please note that we will respect that from you. We're kind of obligated to do so. Um, but, and we're happy to do so. We're not necessarily just, you know, we would, we would, we don't mind being a service to people and giving valuable information and, and guidance here. It's not all about content for the podcast. You can also say, Hey, this is some shit I want you to talk about on the podcast. And here below this line is shit that I don't want you to talk about the podcast, but I want you to respond directly. It's all good. Yeah. Love it. So what else um, you guys got going on? What do, what, do, what do you got going on this week? Um, Either since the last time we recorded or until the next time you think we'll record. Yeah, we don't have a lot going on. I had we had some cocktail party over the weekend. Went a little wild. Um, yeah, girl. Yeah, got a got a job offer. Uh, we'll see where that, yeah. that goes. Um, but I, I do love but the job that. offer. We want is that Panera sponsorship. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have too much going on. We picked up our engagement rings. That was exciting. And I think we're going like, to officially exchange them tomorrow and uh, order some bougie pizza, have some nice wine. Are you going to do like a proposal or are you just going to do kind of like a exchanging of the rings? Or- just exchanging because we already had our proposals. We just didn't have rings. We'd ordered them. And like, I think I told you guys that I like messed up and did it over text message. So or what's, like, what's this bougie pizza you're talking about? So we get like Neapolitan oven fancy pizza. Um, like do you a make proper it? Italian style? Is there a place? Do you have a yeah, brick oven in your apartment? No, there's a place called Metamale that is uh, a couple blocks away. Um, we have a couple favorite yeah oh my god what Pizzeria style pizza Marco is, is our favorite but they're in Bethesda so we don't get there as much as we'd like but we are going next week to Bethesda specifically for that pizza what style pizza is it it's all like Italian Neapolitan style Ooh. I still love New York pizza because I'm from New Jersey but uh I don't I don't poo-poo my nose at a proper <laughs> pizza so yeah i try not to pizza discriminate but i can't really get into deep dish somebody sent us deep dish pizza like someone from erica's work sent her frozen deep dish pizzas directly from this like famous restaurant in chicago or something and you're like, no i think yeah, it's like there. Giordano's. giordano's that's yes. the other one um it was interesting. I wouldn't call it a pizza. It was more like a cheese and sauce casserole. In object. Um, Here's what you got to do. 
forget that stuff because I've ordered that stuff before. I lived in Chicago for two years. I've ordered that stuff here. It just, you, you got to understand when it comes to pizza that not only are the ingredients that you're using super important, which I'm sure you're getting all of the proper ingredients when those things are coming pre-frozen, but the oven is also important. And none of these places and every, and different styles of pizza are, are better with different styles of ovens, but not the oven that you have at home. Um, it's just, it, you've got to have that pizza at one of the restaurants to truly experience it. Now you may still have a similar opinion that, that it's yeah. not something that, that you're super riled up about, but I'm just saying, don't judge it off of the shit that they, you know, that's like a fix. If you're like obsessed with that pizza, ordering it to be like, okay, this is a, this is close. That's cool. Yeah. But obviously they've got locations in Chicago They've got one in Las Vegas uh, outside of Bally's on the Strip. They've got a couple of them that are popping up in Orlando now, Giordano's does. We have a deep dish place, probably more than one in D.C., but District Pie does like normal New York style pizzas and they do deep dish. I had deep dish there. I don't even like remember it, but I'm a pretty traditional pizza person, like New York style, Neapolitan style. Um, like, I don't need to get fancy. And I yeah. want to eat the whole thing. So a deep dish presents a problem in that I cannot finish the entire pizza. I don't have a lot of experience with deep dish. I did do Luminati's while I was in Chicago and it was good. I definitely enjoyed it. And I would say deep dish is like in my top styles of pizza. Also in Baltimore, we have Matthew's Pizza which if you're in the area, I highly suggest it was rated one of the top pizza restaurants in the Baltimore area. And I don't think it's deep dish, but it's like kind of close. It's a very, it's just quality pizza. And then in Baltimore County, we have Pizza John's, which it is just classic pizza in the, the general sense, but it is good. It is worth it. It's certainly more than you would pay at, you know, a regular pizza place, but it's just top notch ingredients and it's a it's a local fave um, for sure. And I and then there's always Lido's, which I think is local, too. And my husband does not like Lido's. I love Lido's. I feel like it's a polarizing pizza place. Listen, Lido's is OK, but. If you went out and got one of those, um, oh, who makes those little cro croissant rolls that come in the little tin that pops? You know what I'm talking Pils about? Pillsbury? Pillsbury, yeah. Wait. They also make one that's like a pizza crust. You roll that bad boy out and you put some sauce and shit on, you've basically made Lito's pizza. Like, it's not No, special. but their sauce and their cheese, they got a good thing going on. I'm actually going to make pizza tonight. I mean, I went to Trader Joe's and I got their homemade, like not homemade, but like bake at home pizza dough. And I got that and I got the Trader Joe's pizza sauce. And so I think I'm going to split it in two. So husband can make his pizza and I can make mine with, you know, whatever toppings we want. Cause like, I love ricotta cheese on pizza and I think I'm in the minority. No one else ever wants to get that. So I'm going to put it on my pizza. I'm very excited. I love, I will put it on my pizza. There's a pizza in Italy that I get that 
it's in the crust. The ricotta cheese is built into the crust. Ooh. Oh my god. F it's so good. I can't even where, think of where it. Where is right it? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna get on a plane. It's called a flamor. It's in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Well, when we like, when we come for your wedding. Yeah. Yes. We, we actually talked about it and yeah, we're obviously like stupid planning sweating so far in advance. Are you going to have um, that pizza place cater your wedding? No, we're going to do a welcome dinner um, like the night before. At the Ricotta before. Pizza Place? At the pizza place. Nice. Yum. So. I'm in. RSVP me now. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put, uh, Jobeth in charge of finding the Airbnb that we're staying at because he's good at that sort of things. Also, I declared we're all staying together, so that's that's news to you. Where? <laughs> I don't know when we go. I mean, unless you have like a block of places available, Jobeth is going to have to book the Airbnb for there when we go are, to your wedding. There are no Airbnbs there. Well, we right. will figure out the accommodations. All right. Well, there are a couple like little cute hotels that are like over restaurants. But... Okay. Yeah. I, I would want to <laughs> stay in a hotel anyway because I'm bougie. Um, yeah. Um, there that... is one bougie hotel that's like probably like 15 or 20 minutes away. Yeah. We'll point you in that direction. They do, do they a lot Uber of Uber or something similar to no. that so, so that I can get all no. low. They have cabs at least, like taxi cabs. <laughs> No, Joe, this is the middle of nowhere. We will be hiring people to escort you guys around. And okay, helping. cool. I mean, as long as I can, I just want to be responsible. I'm not looking to get shit faced. No, I'm behind the, have the like, wheel of a car in a foreign country where they probably drive on the wrong side of the street. No, they drive on the right side of the road, but okay. I can't drive a stick shift. So I'm fucked. Oh, well, I have no problem. Actually, I drive better. I mean, you, yeah, there, yeah stick shift yeah, good no we're gonna figure it out but yeah like you're not going to rome you're not going to milan you're not going to venice you're going to like our neighbor is a cow farm and we live in the center of the city but there's ricotta cheese in the crust of the pizza yeah it's pretty okay. revolutionary actually like, like people it. have been talking about it uh, we're talking yeah. about it right now <laughs> well that's more exciting than what i've got going on um I am, I'm drinking a really not great cup of coffee right now. Um, I'm showing it to you like you. Um, I have the Trader Joe's cold brew concentrate, which is good. And I actually got from Trader Joe's. It's really cool. It's like coconut cream, whipped cream, which is good if you like coconut. Like I love coconut. So it has that coconut taste. So I'm very into it. But I put in the vanilla skinny syrup because I have it. And I do not like it. It tastes very chemically and I need to just like not use it, except that it was a thing that was already in my pantry. And I was like, well, I shouldn't buy more until I use it up. But oh, so it's gross. It's gross. Get rid of it. Don't. It's also poison. Yeah. Full of chemicals. Like, don't. I mean, I love chemicals, but I'd rather have like, you know, the Starbucks syrup or whatever, Tarani syrup. That's a good one. Um, you know, and I was at Marshall's and I was like, oh, maybe I should buy this better vanilla syrup. And I was like, no, I think I have some at home and I'm not sure which brand it is. And it was a black brand anyway. Um, and I'm planning um, birthday parties. Well, no, um, Tim is planning my birthday. Um, we're really big into birthdays. So Tim is planning my birthday. Um 
And before that, I am planning Tim's birthday. It's like a little bit hush-hush what the theme is, so I'm not going to talk about it. But, um, I mean, he knows we're having a party. He just doesn't know what kind of, like, you know, festivities are are happening. But that's been, I, I love birthdays. I love planning birthdays. I love my own birthday. But I also love other people's birthdays. And so every year, Tim and I go all out for birthdays and even with COVID last year, he still planned me a great birthday where we, I love the masked singer. It's like kind of a guilty pleasure. So we did a masked singer virtual party where people like sang, but they had a filter over their head or it was, um, you know, like underneath some sort of music video. And then I had to guess which one of my friends was singing. So we, we go real intense. Um, and so I'm in the midst of planning that intense birthday and that's that's really all i got joe beth what about you uh, i'm going on a road trip this weekend so i'm trying to figure out um audiobooks because i'm going to be driving about six Aerial or so, specialty six or so hours each way i'm 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 having difficulty because what i'm, I'm specifically looking for audiobooks that will help me improve um routining performances and scripting and things like that and the the biggest problem is that some of that stuff a lot of that stuff exists within and it doesn't have to necessarily be magic related to be able to be you know what i'm looking for but like any of that that exists within the magic community and there's plenty of that it is mostly just print. So no audiobooks there. The few that that do have audiobooks, because all this shit's like secret, secret. Like you can't walk into uh what's the one that still exists? Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it was just there. You can't walk into Barnes and Noble and buy any real magic books. Like you can buy basic shit in a puzzle section to teach tricks to kids and stuff like that. But like any of the real shit, the good shit, you gotta buy that through specialty vendors and the few that have audiobooks certainly are not on any of the normal mainstream platforms so being able to get these shits to run and play in my car is it's just i don't know that it's going to happen in the next couple of days here i mean by the time this airs well i'll be back from that trip but um yeah, I'm going to Erie, Pennsylvania. What's what's there? Um, Insurance there is, companies. <laughs> no, well, there are, yes, but that's not what I'm going for. Um, there, There's a magic theater up there. And um, yeah, there's. A, I, I've been meaning to check this place out for a while, but again, it is a six-hour drive up there. So I know one of the performers that's going to be performing there this weekend so i'm going up to see i figured what better time than to go see somebody that i know to check this place out so killing two birds with one stone saying hi to a friend probably drinking plenty of beers maybe you'll find those dollar pbrs again that was in mississippi i yeah but you know it's kind of like a non-major city there won't i i can almost guarantee you that at at keller's magic theater there will not be dollar pbrs however i would not be surprised if there's some little podunk bar 
somewhere in Erie or the outskirts that in fact has reasonably priced past blue ribbons. I mean, I'm pretty excited about some things that are happening in the hard seltzer community, like we're a community, I guess. Um, Gordon Ramsay has um, some seltzers out, some hard seltzers. And um, if I see those, I'm definitely going to be trying them because I like hard seltzer and I like Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay Um, gives it to you hard. Yeah. And he has a lot of kids, so that might be accurate. Does it is does he? Yeah. I don't really follow his I ate his restaurant, but the health kitchen that they pretend is the one that's on the show that's in Las Vegas. It was good. I just would love to know Gordon Ramsay because I think deep down he's like a nice person. And I just think he'd be a cool guy. You think it's all a show? I mean, because if you've seen him on the the kids version of his show, um, he definitely has kind of changes his tune. And I also follow his daughter on TikTok because he's on there a lot and he seems like he's fun and like genuinely is like a good dad. And yeah, I, I think it's all an act. And, you know, um. Because I don't, I don't think that if you are that mean of a person in real life, you will also portray that on TV because that's just shitty. I think it's, yeah. he's not, it's kind of like, you know, I had someone who was kind of like joking around with me and like, they were sort of like, not a close friend, but a friend of a friend. And they were like, you know, I hope you don't take it like that. I'm joking around with you. And I was like, look, if you really hated me, you wouldn't be joking around with me and having fun like this. And I think you can kind of extrapolate that into Gordon Ramsay. So, but he has hard seltzers coming out. And then also simply like the brand, like, you know, simply lemonade. Um, Tim showed me last night that they are coming out with um, a, seltzer and i love simply lemonade that's that's speaking of bougie that is a bougie thing that i like the simply lemonade brand and i love to mix it with vodka and i have a cup it's it's a it's a starbucks cup you know because i love getting the, the starbucks cups with my points um it's a glass starbucks cup and it is my dedicated vodka lemonade cup and the only thing I drink out of there is vodka lemonade, usually the Simply Lemonade. And is that the one that's got vodka. like the, the 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 pulp in it? Yeah. yeah, like Aldi's and has like you know their own brand of it, which is fine. But if I'm not there, you got to get the Simply Lemonade, and it's sometimes I'll put in a little bit of, um, like IKEA has their like little lingonberry concentrate, and I'll put that in, or I'll put in like some maraschino cherries to like jazz it up but um yeah the simply lemonade some vodka put it in my special cup and it just it it brings me a lot of a lot of joy to have my special vodka lemonade cup confirm or deny liz if you were in the market for a new house if you had to move you are you you are searching to make sure that you are within 10 minutes of an ikea 10 minutes of a five below five minutes of a Panera and or Starbucks. So she wants to live in college yes. park, which let me just, but that, just I, I'll tell you it's a fucking shithole. I lived yes, there, but actually I live in that trifecta. I live that those that's your hierarchy of needs right there. 
It is. It is. And I do live about uh, five minutes from a five below in a Panera. And I live, I would say Ikea is probably 11 minutes, but we're close. I mean, that is, you know, Which I Ikea? would love You didn't pick this house though. You didn't pick this no, house. I did not pick this house. Um, This was a, a, my, a house that came through my husband's family, but yeah, no, you are absolutely right in that that is my hierarchy of needs. Ikea, five below Panera and Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because the Baltimore County Ikea, um, we have gone to the College Park Ikea just to change it up um, and to see what other Ikeas Not are out just there. Because- to change it's it the up. same shit. No, they literally went down there because there was something that Tim either knew that they had or thought that they had that was not in stock at White Marsh. Am I wrong? Like this is like two oh, years Oh, yeah, that's ago. true. We were looking go. for a cabinet and yeah. um and we did purchase the cabinet, but yeah, but Tim has also wanted to go down there just to like, you know, go to a different Ikea. We go to Ikea at least once a month and pre-COVID, we would go on like Saturday or Sunday mornings, get breakfast, walk around. I would bring my to-go cup and fill it up at the coffee station so then I could have it to walk around the store. Um it's kind of like what I do with the mini muffins at, at timeshares. Um, Cause I was just listening to that episode of ours. I listened to our own podcast and, but we love Ikea so, so much. So yeah, that is, you know me well, that is the trifecta Panera five below Ikea. So that does actually make me feel better about where I live because I'm not like the biggest fan of my house, at least at the moment, because there's so many like just projects that need to be done, but I am close to all of those. And for that, I am grateful. So thank you for that. It was not my goal, but I'm glad that I could oblige. So before we wrap this thing up, do we happen to have any questions from the jury? Well, we do have um, a question, a question from Jobeth. A question from me? Yeah, a question from you. Um, A topic that we didn't address um, is that why are you a bougie little bitch? Oh, that's that's another episode for another day. Oh, well, it was on our list. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 that's a longer episode than we've got, or a longer topic than we've got time for. That's for sure. All right. Do, do we have questions from the jury? I don't have any because I, I didn't, I didn't put it out there this week. Um, well, put it out there this week. Tell those people to follow the, uh, the Facebook. They can leave some there. Uh, yeah. Again, so, it, can, it can be a question. It can be a rant. It can be a whatever. Something you want us so, to do in this show? Bring it. Instead of a question, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask um, two questions for for us um, from our question bank. Okay. Um, um, one is for Ariel. Um, Ariel's book corner. You love books. What are you reading? What should we read? Um, I am reading The Only Woman in the Room by Marie Benedict. Um, something she does, she writes historical fiction, um, about usually about famous women or women who are really like adjacent to famous men. Um, she wrote The Other Einstein, which is about Einstein's I don't know how many wives he had, but she was the first. Um, and yeah, she's, she's wonderful. I love reading her things. Um, trying to see what else I, what else I 
have read um, recently. Let's see. I, I've already started my reading challenge for the year, which is the goal What's of 50 challenge? books. 50 books. Oh, one book that I read that I think people might really enjoy is called Heads in Beds. A reckless memoir of hotels, hustles, and so-called hospitality. Um, it was it's um nonfiction, real book written about this guy who has worked in the hotel industry for like the past decade and a half, two decades. Um it's really good, it's really interesting. It's very it's very comedy related. It's a comedy. Do you find a lot of gross things out? Um, not as much as I was expecting, but it did actually help with like learning kind of tips and tricks of like how to get free shit and hotels and whatever. And like, you know, some travel hacks that I found useful. And Erica was like, I can't believe you'd read a whole fucking book for that. And I was like, look, it was funny. It was a light read. Um, I probably read something dark and oh yeah, I had just finished reading um the groundbreaking the Tulsa race massacre and an American city search for justice um so yeah I went so you need a light read (laughs) yeah so I I recommended that one as well it was really really fascinating um so that's what I've been reading I try to go from like serious to light and I usually am like 50 50 on fiction versus nonfiction. so love it and then the last general question from the question bank for when we don't have any questions from the jury is what weird shit have you bought lately? Oh, look on Amazon. Yeah. I on bought- Amazon or wherever, because I don't want to support Jeff Bezos. I do, but I don't like that about myself. Um, I, I can tell you what I stuffed tiger. Ooh, for you or for someone else. So I, I was contacted. I was put in touch with people at, um university of delaware they were they were looking for and this has all changed and it kind of sucks now because of covid um they in two weeks they're doing a um a chinese new year celebration and they wanted me to come and do a magic routine and now i'm supposed to be recording this and sending it to them and they're going to do it all virtually which kind of sucks because it just sucks um so i've been rethinking what i'm going to do because what i would have done in front of people versus what i'm going to pre-record is different so um i have this box that opens up and is completely empty and then you close it and open the top and start making things appear out of it so i was going to have all cool cool sorts of different stuff appear out of it and end with a stuffed tiger because this new year is the year of the tiger and you're wearing a tiger shirt, aren't you, right now? Yes. Love it. So happy new year. I bought, I don't think I've talked about this one yet, because I think I talked about buying pillows and I um did I talk about the the skin needling? Ariel's mm. giving me a look like I'm no. so terrified by this so it's a derma roller. I found out about it on BuzzFeed and then I watch YouTube videos, but it's basically a roller and it has a bunch of tiny needles and you roll it over your skin and Ariel's like wagging you, a finger. This is me. like a staph infection waiting to happen. Well, no, no. 
So no, I you did go it once. to a professional for this. Yeah, but this is at home. So read about staph infections on people's skin. Like you're not going to have a fucking face at the end of this. I just, I, I don't know. I was raised I, by doctors. I'm traumatized. I, I no, keep it. Clean. I already rolled it all over my face once. Some, some people, you, some things you have to hire a professional for hundred percent hands down. Yeah. So you don't wax your own hoo-hoo. That's something you contract out for. Yeah. You I've don't waxed my own eyebrows. Anything. That's different. Please. You don't do your lower eyebrows by yourself <laughs> but <laughs> the lowest of brows <laughs> the lowest of brows is left for someone else um yeah you know, anything that involved that could involve an infection it was just little needles they're tiny needles they're 0.25 millimeters i mean tattoos are big needles yeah so you roll it over your face and the idea is it's supposed to like stimulate like good face things and I don't know Clean when I was that at tool so well, like don't just wash your face before you use it. That thing needs to be like sterilized. Now. I soaked like... it in, um, rubbing alcohol. Okay. But fair, 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 fair. So you're saying don't derma roll my face with tiny needles. That's my gut reaction, but you know, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think she's right on something like that. Like maybe I'm too fancy that I think I'm entitled to have like needles in my face cleanly done <laughs> the proper way by a dermatologist who won't take insurance. But I, like, yeah, I it's know. one of those things you're going to spend like a thousand dollars for at a dermatologist, but like you keep your face at the end. <laughs> I mean, this was like, I don't know, 15 bucks. My face doesn't look great, but it's a process. That I mean, should tell I, you everything that you need to know. This what? conversation is giving me so much anxiety. Like I I've been neglecting like my face. Myself. So I also bought um, this like blackhead scrub because masks are not kind to my skin, but it looks like a little like uh, squid octopus type guy. Um, it's Tony Moly, who I do like, and I'm not quite sure how it works, but like you scrub it on your face. And I bought, um, this was another, those were BuzzFeed recommendations also, an oil absorbing um, volcan- volcanic face uh, stick, I guess it's called, um, um, face roller. And basically it has a volcanic stone inside. So instead of using like those blotting strips, when you want to get oil off your face on the go, you roll this volcanic stone over your face and it's supposed to absorb all the oil. Well, that's pretty weird. <laughs> this is what yeah. I've been buying. <laughs> so, Ariel, what have what have you you bought? Um, bought like human grade, like essentially cheese puffs for the dog in oh, I was chicken with you, flavor. I you were. Um, he's like being really weird about them. Like normally, he just eats his treats where he is, but these he's like going like to a special place by himself to eat. I'm sure I bought a bunch of weird shit when I was with you. Um, you bought some exercise stuff, but that wasn't weird. I did. I bought um, some like resistance bands and I bought weights and then I realized they were not the right size weights because when I bought them, it said it was a set of 20 pound weights. So 
when something's a set, it's two. And if the mm-hmm. amount is 20 pounds, that would be two 20 pound weights. When it was actually two 10 pound weights. And I was yeah. like, that's a set of 10 pound weights. Yeah. So now we have two sets of 10 pound weights when really I need one. Yeah. There you go. I digress. That was like a super disappointing thing. I took them out of the box. I'm not going to return them. I could sell them. Like, honestly, like you can put them together on one thing because they're like adjustable and make one 20 pound weight. Compromised. And it it's sounds okay. like poor marketing like, strategy. Oh, and I bought a bunch of pants because I got fat and I haven't gotten thin. And that's, uh, that's on my to-do list is to get a doctor's appointment because I haven't, uh, a serious calorie deficit every day for a month because I'm yet I work out like an hour and a half five days a week and I'm not losing weight an hour and a half five days a week is is big commitment also like my mom is a doctor and she focused a lot on nutrition so I'm not like going into this blindly like eating like 15 like 100 calorie oreo snacks a day like we don't eat a lot of processed food in our house like we do like pretty healthy pretty clean eating fish is our protein nuts boring stuff like our diet is depressing like I think about cheese puffs all the time (laughs) but your dog can have them (laughs) but if you don't eat them you're not supposed to remain remain fat but like the way that my body is working right now is I look like I have the body that I'm eating all of the things that I think about which is not how this works but anyway I digress we should let the jury get back to their lives until next time submit your questions Waving as usual. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Electric Acid.